We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Uh, my two regular co-hosts of Mark Hoff and Nam Fauna Pacific Private Money are off today. But, of course, we have Patty Cohen, our residential real estate guru. Our, our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for our five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tanbella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is miscellaneous trivia. All right, Patty, let's get right into it. Uh, what do you got news-wise for us real estate? Well, you know, um, we were, we, we've been kind of a broken record for at least a year, yeah. and even more so this year. It's been a huge, wild ride up since the pandemic, and really, honestly, since 2012. Wow. Um, and, yeah, and so the longest period of economic prosperity, is this going to end? Everybody's got their thoughts on it. Well, we have now a significant shift in the market, mm-hmm. but I will not go so far as to say that it's a buyer's market. Ah, okay. You know, I mean, I think that there's two things happening and to, and that one thing that didn't happen last year that has happened every other year is summer vacation mode. Right? So Yeah. That last year kind of didn't happen. Everybody was home and they were focused on real estate. Yeah. So how much is it just basic sort of, you know, vacation mode, summer mentality and the or how much is it buyer fatigue? There's a lot of buyer fatigue out there. There, there is, yeah. Which is kind of interesting because uh, at Pacific Private Money, one of the benefits there is that people with buyer fatigue are using them to make an aggressive all-cash, what looks like an all-cash offer to beat out other offers that might take the normal time to be able to say, listen, Mr. Seller, uh, I'm going to close this deal in 14 days. Yeah. So there's no loan contingency. I'm effectively coming in with all cash. Here's my offer. And, yeah. you know, uh, is that uh, is that better than the story of, oh, my grandmother's lived in this neighborhood for 50 years and we want oh, to talk yeah. to her, you know? Yeah. You know, I had a, I had a, I put it something in escrow this week. It was listed at 685. Um, a, an older woman, she's 80 and she's kind of emotional about it. She's not that attached to money. Um, one offer at 700 and neither of them had zero, zero contingencies, but one had a loan, but not contingent. And it was 700. Then 
later that day, something came in at 7.35, 10-day close, all cash, zero wow. contingencies. And she liked the first person better. Huh. And I asked her if she liked him $35,000 better. Exactly. <laughs> And she's like, well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, then what you do is you send them a nice little love letter that says, we really, really, really like you. But unfortunately, I like $35,000 more. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, that's right. That is exactly right. But let me tell you, this is this is kind of like a war story of what's been happening. So, of course, went back to the next buyer. The next morning, she had to think about it. Whatever. Next morning, tell the buyer, you got it. She just said, you know what? I made such... I'm going too fast. I'm up in the mountains right now. I just left today. This is too going too fast for me. I could think of a better investment. I'm not doing it. Went away like wow. that fast. It happened wow. twice over the weekend with another property too. So we go back to the first guy that she likes. Yeah. I'm not doing it. He didn't want to do it. No, this is what's happening. So there's a lot of buyers kind of, um, Checking themselves, like, you know, I wouldn't want to belong to a club that had me as a member. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I got it. What? I'm not used to that. Wow. So, yeah. you know, that was on the weekend. Yesterday, we got him back in escrow. And it took, like... At a higher price or at the, at the same amount? A little bit lower. Just a slight bit lower. Oh, okay. Because I'm wondering if you would have gone back to them and said, you know what? We have this other offer. We had this other offer at 735 or you know whatever thirty five thousand more. So let's call it seven thirty five. But my buyer, my seller, excuse me, kind of likes you. If you can come close to that figure, you know oh, that way it's we did. No, we did. That's what that's what I mean by buyer fatigue. Like, do you yeah. think I was talking to the other agent? Do you yeah. think he can come up at all from? Because we were at seven thirty five. Can you come up at all? Boom. Push back. No. Wow. And and it was like, well, you know, she'll take seven. Yeah. No. And, and the thing is, you're you're very good about pricing, uh, not, you know, going crazy with the prices and, and trying to negotiate lower. You, when you come right out the bat, you come out with, well, listen, this this is the fair price. Yeah. Yeah. To, to get it sold. Yeah. Very interesting. Isn't wow. it? And I mean, that happened with another property too. the same things as fast as they got in there, as fast as they got out. Interesting. So it's, you think it's that's going to be the changing. trend? Is that going to be the trend? You think that's um, now a trend? or it, I've seen this cycle a few times. Okay. And it, it's been about two full months. Like June was quiet. July was yeah, really you know, quiet. When we come back, I'm gonna talk to, let's talk about advice for yeah, sellers yeah, yeah. who are going to be in that situation. Okay, we're going to cut to our first commercial break here. And uh, before we do, I want to make a mention for Palio Restaurant, which has been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Uh, it's no surprise it's been voted best Italian restaurant in San Francisco Weekly this year. They're consistently been voted one of the best restaurants in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Check out Palio, that's P-A-L-I-O-S-F dot com. All right, here's our first trivia question. What company introduced the first handheld calculator in 1967? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Uh, don't test that dial. The best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. 
Back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Patty Cohen, Mark Hoff, and Nam Fon are off today. First trivia question, what company introduced the first handheld calculator in 1967? Hewlett-Packard? No. No, a Texas Instruments. Oh, yeah. Remember that? The Texas Instruments one, yeah. So, um, Patty, uh, before we cut the break, uh, you were telling us a story about how uh, the seller had gotten offers, but then when the buyers found out that they got the house, they sort of backed out. And you're seeing that kind of as a little bit of a trend. Uh, What advice do you have for sellers? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, if you're a real estate agent and you are not in the game, Every single day. And I mean in the game, like not like, oh, I'm working and I'm watching MLS. I'm talking about doing a lot of business because then you can really see the trends for yourself. Um, You have to find an agent that's doing a lot of business um, that can really identify what is going on because it changes almost daily, weekly. And um, June, June shifted. July is quite a shift. And what we're seeing right now, and, and it just shift meaning it, it, it was quiet. Now, the multiple offers are still happening, and it's still going over asking, and we're still getting one offer, and it goes over asking. That's very common. Huh. But will that uh, buyer stay with it? Yes. Oh, now, the buyer's staying with it because what's happening is buyers start to see, hey, that's been on longer than five days or seven days, and what happened? So yeah. they're starting to... Um, they've, they've already, we call it buyer fatigue. They've already either gotten out of it or gotten sick of it or pulled back or something. Um, but the ones that are still in it are starting to doubt themselves. Like, you know, why is that one still available? Yeah. Um, so then there's the get in, get out thing, which is just not trusting yourself. Um, and really not trusting the agents, not trusting the sellers, like who's really telling the truth here and what is true value? Um, you know, but, um, willing buyer, willing seller, really. Yeah. It's what buyers will pay. So if I just paid that, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm overpaying. Um, but the other thing that's just starting to happen this week that I'm seeing is, and I've seen this many times in my career where buyers just go, I'm out and I'm going to bid on that house next week if it's available. So let's wait till Friday and see what happens. Now we all know what human beings are like. We're creatures of habit. We all think alike, even though we think so differently, like we're all going to take that secret shortcut when we're driving that no one knows about. Well, everyone's (laughs) taking that secret shortcut, right? So everybody has the same idea. Let's, I'm not going to go compete like everybody else on Tuesday or Monday. I'm going to wait till Friday. And if it's still available, then I'm going to bid on it. Well, what happens is everybody's doing that. So it's taking longer to sell, but we're still getting multiple offers just a little bit later. Very interesting. Yeah. So, so if you're representing a buyer, you might want to say, Duh, you know what? Don't do what everyone else is doing like that. Just put in your offer and get it done because this is what's going to happen. You're going to end up paying more. Yeah. Yeah. That can happen too. And you know, and the question, like I do mostly listings, so I'm keep getting the question, when are you looking at offers? Well, right now we are not, I'm not setting offer dates for any of my listings. It's not, you're not saying what I'm not setting offer dates. I'm telling them we're taking offers as they come. So that gives two or three 
people more confidence to step up and they're going to compete with each other or they're not. And either way is fine because that's what the market is doing right now. Let me get right into this email question we received that says, I'm hearing that home prices are starting to decline a bit. Will this continue? See, that's a really, really, that is the question. And not, and buyers are, are now the ones that are kind of emboldened and they're over their buyer fatigue. They're like, ah, oh, prices are dropping. This is great. It's like prices really aren't dropping. They're just leveling. It's, yeah. It seems to me. That's my prediction. And, and the um, problem too I can, that I can see is, like, it's like when interest rates drop and people say, well, I'm going to wait on refinancing because they're going to drop some more. Well, maybe, but maybe not. You yeah. know, it doesn't necessarily mean that the first drop will lead to the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and then where, where's the bottom? You're never going to catch the bottom. Yeah. And you've seen them go up a little, down a little. And even- yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think I got uh, really lucky on my refinance. Uh, by the way, your your screen froze. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you realize that, but uh, I, I can't hear you. So I'm going to talk for a little bit and uh, you might have to go back out and come back in. There you go. Okay. Now yeah. I can see you again. <laughs> no, I saw you just frozen. I'm like, yeah, just, ah, you know. um, <laughs> uh, I, I think I may have gotten lucky because I refinanced my house and I got fixed 1.99%. Oh, stop. Yeah. But I, but it was 15 year, uh-huh. uh, but no fees. I mean, well, very little fees. I guess they have very little fees on that. And and I was below the jumbo, you know, extra jumbo or something. So uh, I think I I I caught that right. You Uh, hit it. Yeah, I got kind of lucky on that. I mean, you never really know where's the the bottom. But, you know, you mentioned about an experienced agent, and I just heard a story last week. This is a very, very high-end property in San Francisco where the person decided to hire her friend to Uh sell. And we're talking about – nine million dollar property ah yeah the friend really didn't know what she was doing and then what ended up happening was it was still on the mls and then apparently it was in an auction at the same time and people were confused yeah nobody bid and now this person has not been able to pay the mortgage and guess what's happening in foreclosure Wow. Yeah. It's a series of bad choices. Yeah. A series of bad choices. Had she yeah. hired a good agent to begin with. Right. It probably would have been. So the, uh, the, the interesting thing is the, it's the second mortgage who's foreclosing. And I look at this and I say, you know what? There's nobody's going to bid on this property because especially with that new rules, uh, rule 17 or whatever it is, SB 17, where uh, the, the, uh, the, this person who loses the house has the opportunity or a potential new buyer has like what, 45 days mm-hmm. to basically say, well, I'll bid the same amount plus a dollar. Wow. Yeah. So the lender basically is going to end up owning that property and maybe in 45, 46 days getting cashed out or owning the property. Wow. And it's, it's really a kind of a not great situation because the, 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 a value of the property is maybe 15% higher than the total loans. And I don't think that there's enough equity in there to take the risk. Right. You know? and, and back to the, what you say value, what is the value? Like maybe exactly. that 9 million is really seven. Yes. Like an experienced yeah. agent would be able to tell them that. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, pretty uh, difficult. I tell you what, we're going to cut to our second commercial break. Make a quick mention here for join the Napa River History Tour on a beautiful two hour kayak tour. Napa's most revealing and provocative uh, secrets you'll be able to explore. Perfect for all fitness levels and experience. They'll include kayaks, life jackets, and paddles. All you need to do is just show up and enjoy. Call seven zero seven two two seven. 7364 or go to Napa River com. All right, second trivia question. What moisturizer is derived from sheep's wool? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answers and win that tanning certificate. Don't touch that dial. Best of investing. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Patty Cohen. Second trivia question, what moisturizer is derived from sheep's wool? Lanolin. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yes, right. I knew you knew, I knew you knew that. That's nope, cool. The next question is a little easier. You'll get that one. That's grandma. Yeah. Okay, so um, I got a deal of the week here. So this client uh, has lots of equity in her home. And she wants to make uh, what looks like an all-cash offer on the, on the new house and has most of the down payment. Uh, and this was actually referred by a, a mortgage broker. So what we're going to do is we're going to fund the loan quickly to be able to lock it in. And then the mortgage broker is going to take it out with a conventional loan. Kind of, kind of a typical situation of our, uh, you know, our bridge loans. And uh, uh, because they're making a fair all-cash offer, they didn't have to overbid. Um, it, it's uh, not costing them that much for our fees as compared to how much they would have had to bid for the house. Yeah. Right. So they're actually, you know, using, you know, quote hard money and actually saving because they don't, they're not having to overbid. Wow. Property. So it's quite a, interesting. Yeah, quite a good uh, thing. That so, is a good thing. Wow. Yeah, my, my son actually sent me this thing here um, about uh, there's a teardown house in Walnut Creek. It was gutted by a fire over a year ago. It is getting multiple offers at $850,000 for a burnt out house. So and, it's a lot of value. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, I was going to say the problem, though, is when you have a house that's been burnt, I mean, unless you're going to completely level it all the way, you get some potential problems, you know, with all the fire, the smoke, the stuff that happened. Yeah, that stuff lasts for a long and time. Hazards. Yeah. Can you imagine a, a, a teardown for 850000 Right. In Walnut Creek? Right. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, there's, there's a lot of toxins in that, all that plastic burning and all that. Yeah. And you've yeah. got to dispose of all that. So I, I don't know if they're going to level it or not, but um, yeah, that, that was, I thought, again, kind of crazy with the activity. And I was reading an article here about home builders are intentionally not selling because they're creating a lot of uh, pricing power. So, you know, yeah. And so they'll just kind of wait, you know, um, 
I, I guess part of it too is, you know, with the supply chain being interrupted and, you know, lumber prices and all that, it's like once you've got your house pretty much built, you know, you can command probably a lot more. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, people don't want to build, build anymore. They don't uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Uh, you know, I don't know what the, uh, uh, you know, what are they going to do about all the housing that's needed? Because not everybody's moving out of California, are they? Right. I mean, everybody talks about this moving out, but there's a lot of movement within. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's still migration in. Yeah, that's you know, right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, maybe we lost a seat because there was a little decline. I don't know how much of a decline in population, but, you know, it'll probably come back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, seeing a, a little article here, Fannie Mae aims to make home loans more accessible. So mortgage giant Fannie Mae uh, is making it easier to include rent payment history as part of the mortgage approval process, a move intended to help borrowers with limited credit histories get better access to home loans, um, uh, which, you know, kind of makes sense. I mean, if you can show that you've been able to make mortgage payment or uh, rent payments, you know, maybe your mortgage is going to be higher, but of, of course they should consider that. Oh, they should. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it's, it's not like the old days of, you know, the, you know, during Bill Clinton's era where it was, oh, everybody should own a house. Well, not really. You know, right. a, lot people, a lot of people are not quite, res, you know, responsible enough. And we've right. talked about this before, you know, with, with COVID and, and uh, the moratoriums of kick, not kicking people out. I'm wondering why aren't, why isn't the government paying the mortgage or paying the rent directly to the landlord or lender instead of giving free money to people to not pay their rent and spend it on vacations or cars or whatever yeah. else they want, right? Yeah. You know? I mean, I, if you want to help them in addition and say, listen, we're going to totally pay your rent and then we'll give you a little bit extra for food or necessities. Okay, that's, that's, I can kind of see that because you, know, you have at least some control. It's yeah. sort of like when you give when they used to give out welfare checks, you you, you weren't allowed to spend it on booze and cigarettes. That's right. That's I mean, right. Yeah, there's ways around it where you know they'd sell the vouchers or something. But but you know why? Again, because I look at this and I say, if I'm the landlord, suddenly I'm being caught in COVID. That you know, don't make your problem my problem. Type of that's thing. right. Because can I tell PG&E I don't have to pay you because of COVID? Yeah. Right. That's right. That's right. Or, or, and, my, or and, State Farm Insurance, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, I know the house burnt down, but I didn't have to pay my premium. You still have to pay the insurance proceeds. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? And I, and I think that the whole context of how they're looking at this is that, you know, the big bad landlord and the poor little tenant. But a lot of the landlords, most landlords are – just people that bought a house and they're planning on living on it for retirement and now they can't pay their bills but so but they're the bad landlord and and what's going to happen if suddenly all of those landlords are going to start losing their property in foreclosure what's going to happen to the prices yeah that's right it's got a bad domino effect so i again i don't know you know what the problem would be um, I mean, I know that there, there can always be people messing with the system, you know, Hey, Mr. Landlord, you know, I'm, let's just say that, you know, I pay 5,000 a month when I only pay 2000 and, you know, we'll split the extra money. I mean, there's all kinds of yeah. scams you can come up with, but you know, other than the scams, uh, I, is that, is there any problem with what I'm thinking? 
No, I, I mean, that's brilliant. I never even thought about it or heard about it, but it just seems to make sense to me. That's why they're not going to do it. Yeah, I know. Sense, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Tell you what, we're going to cut to another commercial break here. It's been fun talking about all kinds of things here. All right, now, definitely you're going to get this question. You ready? Yeah. All right. The koala eats leaves from which tree? Okay, we're basically what do koalas eat? Uh, eat? And they're not, uh, they're not actually bears. We call them koala, koala bears, but they're marsupials. They're not bears? No, they're marsupials. I guess they're, they're closer to kangaroos, even though they look like bears. Oh. Uh, a little little history lesson for everyone there, okay? Or not history, but uh, uh, animal tra- animal uh, facts. All right, call eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. The koala eats the leaves from which tree? All right, stay with us. The best of investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, one more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. And uh, our uh, third trivia question, the koala eats the leaves from which tree? I think it's eucalyptus. It is eucalyptus. Hey. Hey. Very good. Hey, you batted 333 today. That'll get you in the Hall of Fame. That's right. right. Patty, you have more real estate uh, news for us. Well, okay. So what? It, 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 there's a shift in the market. It's been long overdue, but here's some thoughts about that, right? You know, buyers are thinking, oh, my God, prices are going down. I've been waiting for this. Well, they're not because we still have low interest rates um, and we still have the millennials finally starting to come out. Like you were just saying, like people are not people are renting. They're not buying. Well, and, and, and we've been talking about on this show for at least 10 years, like where are the millennials? Yeah. Well, they're out. Yeah. yeah, they are out now. And the baby boomers in that 19 year span of baby boomers, the middle of it is age 65, 66 right now. What happens with people like that? They want to get away from the big house and the two story house. So that, you know, you know, whatever it is, I think it's six, uh, 56 to 76, you know, if they, if those, those people and that trend, the, both of these trends are not going to subside. They're only going to get bigger because millennials are going to get older and they're just starting to come out and the baby boomers are going to get older too. So, and they're competing for the same thing, which is basically one-story houses. That millennials like right. that ultra-modern, oh, yeah. one-story, ranchy. Um, so we're going to still have this demand. And then interest rates, yes, they might go up. But let me give you an example of how powerful interest rates are and how they affect the home buying process, right? Um, just kind of big picture perspective. Now, I'm just talking about Marin County because those are the numbers I pulled up. But the bottom of the market was 2012. And in July, 2012, the price, the, the median, median price was 700,000. Okay. Right now, the median price is 
over 1.6. But I'm not even going to compare then. I'm going to compare 2018, middle of 2018, with the middle of July 2021. So the average price in July 18 was a million three. The average price now is a million six. It's actually over a little million six. That being said, remember how for the past 10 years plus, interest rates were so low? Yeah. But that being said, in 2018, the interest rate was five, uh, 4.54%. Right now, it's 2.78. So, yeah, they're both low historically, but yeah. that makes a big difference. Okay, so what kind of difference does it make? If you bought the median-priced home in 2018, your payment would be $59.31. Okay. That's a million three house, 4.54%. Buying a house right now at the median price, putting 10% down, a million 280 loan at 2.78%, your payment is going to be $52.45. So it's going to cost you less to buy that house, even though you're paying more for it. Ah. $686 less. And even more potent than that is look at five years down the road, how much you've paid in principal and how much you've paid in interest. It's staggering. It's tens of thousands of dollars. Look at 10 years down the road with the difference in those two rates, tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, depending on your, you know, it could be $100,000 depending on your, and then 10 years depending on your your loan amount. So low interest rates matter. And if buyers can get in right now when it's so low, prices are not going down. They're leveling. They feel like they're leveling. No one can predict what's going to happen, you know, in the fall, next spring, True. two years from now. But you know, we're, this wild ride we've been having for nine years, it's its subsiding, but we're not going to see a big crash down. And we know the psychology of how humans think. We just think, well, the last pattern is how it's going to go this time. Well, the last pattern was the crash of 2008. That's yeah. not going to happen. No, not there's, the, the, the um, statistics don't show that. No. All the indicators do not go there. So, you know, get in the game, buyers. Your payment's going to be lower than it was three years ago at this time when the prices were, you know, more than 20% lower. So it makes sense, right? Yep. Yeah. All righty. Any other uh, real estate? You want to tell us any more fun real estate stories? Well, uh, (laughs) they're out there. Um, There's a lot of confusion. You know, and there's seller expectations that, you know, there's that story about bears do this and bulls do this and the pigs get slaughtered. Well, a lot of sellers are kind of getting into the game because they're they're expecting that same rate of increase. And now they're certain they're going to get it. And this is the time. And that's exactly when buyers are pulling back. So seller expectations need to be adjusted. Um, we're not, we can't expect to lob on, you know, 10% over asking and get eight offers. I mean, it does happen, but it's not the norm anymore. Um, buyer expectations need to be adjusted also. You know, the, the sky is not falling. Um, do get in the game because it's not as harsh as it used to be. You have a really good chance of getting that house. Don't wait, just do it because everybody's waiting a little bit. Just get in there and take it. It's yours for the taking. And also, if you you know do it before interest rates start going potentially up, 
you know, because yeah. they're talking about inflation really heating up pretty soon. That usually helps real estate prices. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, if uh, if the prices go up and interest rates go up, I mean, that's going to be really challenging for people to make those mortgage payments. I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do they say? Real estate is the ultimate hedge against inflation. So we've got rates going up. We've got prices going up. Um, yeah, it's so funny because you hear all these ads about gold and it's like, Gold hasn't really moved that much. I know. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I mean, it's funny because I remember many, many years ago, it, I mean, it's, I think probably talking about 1980, 81, you know, it, I think it was around $1,900 at the most. And now it's like 1700 And, you know, now it, it, there was a time it went down to about 1200 or something, but still it's just, it's just not there. And I think part of the reason is gold doesn't have the same intrinsic value. You know, we don't use it as much right. for, for, for actual real stuff, especially exactly. since we have, you know, paper money. So we don't need gold coins and gold for being used in, you know, fillings or whatever. They have other kinds of uh, uh, material for that. But yeah. a house, everybody needs a place to live. And some people want to live in nicer houses uh, than others. So, yeah, you know, and last I checked, the government didn't give you a write off for your taxes and mortgage for living in your house and owning a home and you didn't get to leverage it. I mean, where else can you put down like 3% in some cases and yeah. million dollar house. That's true. You, you own gold. There's no, uh, no, no benefit on the, on that part. Cause yeah. even if you margin it, uh, you, you know, you have some limitations with margin interest. Totally. All right. Totally. All right. So, um, when we come back, uh, we'll have some closing thoughts. Uh, no trivia question yet, but uh, stay with us because we've got about four more minutes to go after this commercial break. Can you believe it? It went very, very quickly. It really did. This was great. Yes, it did. And, oh, Patty, give out your information before we... Uh... Oh, yeah. Well, I'm Patty Cohn. I am with Compass in Marin County at 415 722 4842. And you can email me at patty.cohn, P-A-T-T-I dot C-O-H-N at compass.com. Perfect. Stay with us. Best of investing. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. No trivia question, but Patty, you got some interesting stats for us. Well, yeah. I mean, I looked at, you know, this has been an incredible year, like barely coming up to air, for air to look at anything. I'm into like between pending and closed and active listings. I'm into like 32 transactions so far this year. Anyway, so I looked at the first half of this year compared to other first half of years. And most of them are pretty consistent. And I'm talking about dollar volume sold. So the peak was 2018, but it was pretty consistent with the last 10 years, first half. Well, the first half of this year for dollar volume sold in Marin County, for example, was um, 3.5 billion. Well, what does that mean? That means 65% higher than the peak. 
which was 2018. But the peak was only about this much higher than the rest of them. But okay. 2021, way up, 65% up. Now, that accounts for the price that's gone up, too. It's the median price we're talking about in dollar volume of sold. So we have prices up and we have a number of sales up, but 65% since the highest ever. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah. Are there other, other, what about, let's say, you know, the high end market versus the low end market? Luxury is the luxury market is so strong. And, and what do you consider, what's the definition of luxury market? I like over 3 million. Over three million, maybe over four, depending on where you are. But um, you know, people are buying with cash. People have money. They're buying with cash. They are coming in first day, over asking, seven day close, cash. Oh, especially yeah. at those big prices. That's amazing. Yes, and you know what just drives paying. me crazy is is you know someone buys a property for you know four million dollars, they're going to pay like forty five thousand a year in just in real estate taxes. Exactly. I mean, that's just. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Then then that's, uh, I mean, you get your extra school bonds and all this other stuff, and you go, where did that money go? Yeah, they exactly. Say, well, I don't even have kids in the public school. doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then part of it is they're just parking. You know, maybe it doesn't matter. It's not a financial decision, but sometimes it's yeah. a financial decision, and they're just parking money because where else they're, they're feeling like I can't get even better. My money is safe here. Yeah, that's a good point, because even though the stock market's at uh, pretty close to an all-time high, there's nervousness. Um, you know, I mean, people don't know what's going to happen economy-wise and political-wise. And But again, real estate seems to be, you know, it, was a little, it seems to be a good hedge, let's put it that way. Because yeah. especially, you know, to, like you said, 2008, things went down quite a bit um, and took a while to come back, but they came back even stronger. And if people have a long-term outlook, um, it's not a bad way to be. Yeah. One thing that has changed a lot, there's a lot less foreign buyers. And that changed like that changed before COVID, but it changed even yeah. more. Like, are, are, am I going to be denied from going into the country where I just bought my $8 million house? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, that, but, and, but also the, just foreign money. Like, for example, in Atherton, a lot of Chinese buyers were just coming in and parking money into like a $20 million house, letting it sit there. So what used to be the, like the leave it to beaver neighborhood in the fifties is now like every third house is just sitting there vacant. Well, how do they prevent squatters? And (laughs) some lucky person gets to live there and watch the house. Uh, Yeah. I'll, I'll sign up for that. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for our thoughts for the day? Yes. Before we do give out your information one more time. Yeah, I'm Patty Cohen. I'm uh, with Compass in Mill Valley, Valley, Marin County, 415-722-4842, P-A-T-T-I dot C-O-H-N at compass.com. Great. All right, here's our thoughts for the day. Confidence comes not from always being right, but from not fearing to be wrong. Ooh. I like that. And then Harry Truman said, a pessimist is one who makes difficulties his opportunities and an optimist is one who makes opportunities of his difficulties. Ooh. I like that. And my wife just found out I replaced our bed with a trampoline. Uh, she hit the roof. All right. <laughs> Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. investing. So long. 
you've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.